Uh, well, hello there, and welcome into another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Monte, occasionally known as the mayor of PHNX. These two guys next to me are holding it down while Jesse Friedman is at the winter meetings. Of course, this guy's the MVP. It's the one and only Sean DePaz. Mm. And this guy's the FOJ, the one and only Jacob. Uh, Jacob, Fr- don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Jacob Franklin, what's <laughs> happening? All right. Well, anyway. I feel like we should have started the show with the all rise. All right. All rise for the judge. Uh, yeah. Give up. All rise in honor of his, uh, of his incredible. Head off if I rise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, so that's, so what, that's what you get for being so tall. But, of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And Aaron Judge is America's top-rated player. This man just had the Brinks truck backed up to his house. He had a couple Brinks trucks. A couple of Brinks trucks, yeah. It wasn't just good enough. Uh, one wasn't good enough. But he signs a new nine-year, $360 million deal with the New York Yankees. Uh, and in, apparently he's going to get that C on his chest as well, which is, for some reason, a big deal to these Yankees. But anyway, thoughts on $360 million. Look, I mean, Aaron Judge is a... A factory created terminator of a human being. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, does he deserve a lot of money? Sure. Is he also old? Yeah. He's Has old. He had he's problems old. With strikeouts before. Yeah. 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 So it, I don't know. Is, I mean, you're gonna get some biased opinions out of him over there. Like, I think Aaron Judge oh, is worth a lot of money. You won't get biased opinions out of me. He's definitely worth a lot of money. I, I, I don't know if you know this about me. I grew up a Red Sox fan, but I also grew up with Derek Jeter being my favorite baseball player. Like, I, I, I game recognized game. I didn't know uh, both of those things could be possible. Yeah, yeah. There, I, there's well, a lot of Red Sox yeah. fans that have a lot of respect for for Derek Jeter, but we also are the first ones to accurately point out that he's a wildly overrated player but absolutely that's not what we're talking about absolutely but also i agree with marky mark here the yankees can't possibly expect that level of production for nine years you can't but you also could not let him go i I agree with brian abdallah the 29 is not old you monster but anyway it is for a guy whose entire game is predicated on his physical abilities like I I he's I think he's worth it because it's a situation where you cannot let him go. Like That's very like true. even if even if you are going to be overpaying for him 5 years whatever down the line it's worth it if the alternative is him going to San Francisco and turning that it's, team into a, a World Series contender. Like well, he, the next he, Barry Bonds? He well, he's not going to be a San Francisco giant. giant. Sure, I sure. mean, he is a giant, but is he the next Barry Bonds? Because if you if you tell me that he's the next Barry Bonds, I'll believe that he can that, he's, that, that he's he can produce for the next nine years. No, just in level of production maintain, throughout his career, maintain the sixty yeah. home run. Average. Do you think he's the next Barry Bonds? I don't know. So, but Barry Bonds only did it because he was doing steroids. Right. <laughs> the only yeah. reason his career lasted that long well, is because he was juicing. To be fair, you still have to hit the baseball, right? I mean, yeah, you yeah, can say yeah, that yeah, about no, no, juicing 100%, all you want, but, but, but it also, like, in terms of longevity, like, it keeps you. It, it makes it easier to recover. Like, it keeps you healthier. Correct. Which, yeah. He would not have played that long. He still would have hit the baseball, but he would not have played that long if he wasn't doing steroids, right. I don't think. Again, uh, thank you to Cheerston for pointing out that Aaron Judge is not old. He's old. I hate you both. Uh, uh, you both, not, not anybody Dude, in the Let's look chat. at the average like, age of the Braves roster, shall we? And tell no, me all of their that. rookies that weren't 26 or 27 See, years old. He, he's not He's not old right now. He's old for a nine-year contract. But also, like, if you ask Tiger fans, do you think they care that they're still playing Miguel Cabrera? Like, probably exactly. not. Mm-hmm. They, 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 it, uh, Trey Turner is going to be 40 years old when that yeah. deal expires. With that's also old. Right? That's also old. Right? But, but the, the D-backs are still paying at Madison Bumgarner. Yeah. <laughs> he shouldn't even be in baseball. Yeah, yeah. Madison Bumgarner is 33. 
Yeah, but he's good. So Imagine Bob Garner makes you think he's older he than really he actually does. is. That's, that's, I mean, that's very fair. He but he really does. He's he's a curmudgeon. He's he was just born a curmudgeon. And we talked about this yesterday because I kicked you off the show. Yes, age for pitchers is very very different yes. than age for very true. I mean, see Justin Berlin. It's not players. a football podcast, but you turn your NFL running back and you turn twenty nine, and everyone thinks your career is it's just a wrap. Over, it's so a wrap. For it you, is. Bro. It is pretty. Relative, I suppose. The Yankees, Brian. Did. I'm 25, so yeah. I don't know how you can call me a cradle robber. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened here, but that went off the rails. Now, the one thing that Aaron Judge did get offered was the 230 million dollar eight year deal, which last year seemed a bit more reasonable. It seems a bit more reasonable now, but he did not accept that deal. Opted to go into free agency. Still stays with the Yankees and gets a hundred and thirty million dollars more million dollars more and one extra year so uh today's lesson is bet on yourself yeah and let's take a look at that tweet that we had by the way uh because this is really what it's also all about when it comes uh the this one yeah incredible note from tom verducci on mlb network judges 282 pounds will be signed through his age 39 season he'll have a chance to become just the second player to ever hit a home run at 270 pounds or more and at age 37 or higher the other was Bartolo Colon. See, I, I was go. I was went along that ride like an audio listener might, where I didn't I wasn't reading it. I was kind of just listening to you. So you're like, I was like, oh, this is pretty interesting. And then you got to the Bartolo Colon part, and I'm like, oh fuck yes, yes, fuck, yes. Let's go. Bartolo. Uh, saw him play, saw him pitch live for the record in New York. Um, was an electric experience. Um, I just think that this shows how underrated Bartolo Colon was as a hitter. The no real life, shit. the real life job of the hut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, uh, the the big factor here is that Aaron Judge stays out of the NL West. He does. He stays I mean, he out was of there for a reason. He would have also stayed out of the AL East as a a reformed Red Sox. Sorry, but like, does oh, it really? I would much rather him be a Yankee. Still, okay, hang on, hang on. Had, uh, But does it really matter all that much now that the schedule's changing? Because uh, you still have to face him, but less does, than you would have. It does in making an, an NL West rival better. Sure. They already have two sure. very good yeah. teams. That spend but a lot I of think money to I think baseball's trending in the direction of doing conferences. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense. The entire idea of a division now is irrelevant. Like just the leagues. Considering how much, how long the season is, unless you're reducing the season, there is no reason to have both this long of a season and also this infrequency of playing mm. your own opponents, right? The NL, the poor, the, the reason as much it's, as we hate it's it. It's headed that way. Yeah, you if, you if you play your division a lot, then you at least have the chance to either make up ground or really distance yourself from the pack like the Dodgers have done over the last couple of years. But, you know, by playing everybody else in the league, it really doesn't give you as much of an opportunity to do that. No, I will say butts and seats. Butts and seats. Is important. Yeah. And so having them in the division for the team. Oh, yeah. But it has butts and seats. I hate your line of thinking, but I can't but disagree with also it. Also, the California teams, when they draw. Anyway, yeah, I was going to say that. Gonna D-backs draw. don't really struggle to get butts and seats when the California team is here. The, no. I mean, the problem is what butts are in those seats, but Aaron Judge being a giant isn't going to get more Dodger or D-backs fans in the, in yes, the seats it would. at that Yes, point. it would. Well, I think it, more it, people would it, come it, just that, in general to see Yeah. It, at least I the first series yeah, that they played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting really deep. We're sending the chat down the rabbit hole. The structure has been functionally irrelevant since like 1919. We're just going to go away back now we're just gonna get on this tangent oh yeah let's do it let's do it uh however uh we still have to wait to see where arson judge is going Ooh. to sign because of course uh mlb twitter is relentless so when you make a mistake like this 
Uh, that, that's you can't make both of those mistakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't say Aaron Judge and yeah. spell it wrong, and also say that he was headed to yeah. the wrong team. Which yeah. one do you think he is more upset about? The fact that this misspelling has become a complete meme, or the fact that he was just blatantly wrong? The blatantly wrong part, probably, by far. Probably. The meme product <laughs> does not bother. John Hammond has been made into a meme for years. There's nothing new about that. But again, it's both the inaccuracy of the name uh, and also being wrong. Derek, Derek I, f- I feel like you're one to talk about tweets that were wrong and have been deleted. What what did what happened? What did Leah, I? Leah, can you show him what, what did, we found? What do we have? I don't know why people watch WWE. It's all stupid no, fake stunts. Look at that! Lame. Look at that! Look at that! Tweeted those, this morning at ten thirty a.m. That's an awful does, font. Well, that no, doesn't Alex, even. You look. haven't. You just haven't updated your Twitter app yet. Look, I, here's what I'm saying: is that you guys need Man. better Photoshop skills. Damn, than this. Derek. Wait, okay. no, no, no. Can we get the other one? No, the Photoshop skills. It needs to be. I have officially conceded the mayor of PHX race to Emma. Deleted fair and square. How did I? How did I tweet both of these at the exact same time? You frauds! (laughs) Wow, you guys are former mayor of PHX. Former mayor of PHX. Someone needs to get mayor elect Emma Clark. And actually, your your co-host has been duping you. What? For months now. What Derek doesn't know. Is that what? I am actually no an Academy Awards voter? This is impossible. I can't believe that he this knows is a real all. Thing. He's seen all of the movies, Dara. Is he just playing all the movies? Me? I feel playing. like this is this is like what my daughter's doing with the Elf on the Shelf, isn't it? <laughs> she knows it's not a thing, but she's still doing it, right? This all I'm is, saying is, you guys are all gaslighting that's, me. That's that's big of you to go start I, making fun oh, of. You know, I, I hate you guys. I just I hate you guys so much. I hate you guys almost as much as the Chicago Cubs fans. Continue to hate St. Louis Cardinals because they stole Wilson Contreras. Where is that going, Derek? Wilson Contreras is now a St. Louis Cardinal. Uh, (laughs) Jesse knows. Jesse said, come on, you can't have a hashtag. All I'm saying is that. Thank you, Jesse. One of the people sitting at this table is a graphic design specialist, and the other one made those tweets. Mm -hmm. And. You can decide which one is I'm which. Never, I'm never. Uh, that's yeah. Jesse <laughs> says this is blasphemous. Thank you, Jesse. Jesse, See, come on Jesse here and defend yourself. Jesse always has my back. He always has my back. No come matter on how here and defend yourself, him. Jesse. Yeah. Why don't you come on here? I don't giant, think he'd have his back Jesse. if you. If I think he's only, only has your back because it may, Jacob made him look like he doesn't know how to use hashtags. He's, def- <laughs> he's defending himself. You're just collateral. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm fine <laughs> with that. But uh, again, Wilson Contreras signs with the St. Louis Cardinals for five years. The Cubs get. As their consolation prize, Cody, <laughs> Cody Bellinger on a one-year deal. Uh, but has Cody Bellinger been good since no, that's his why MVP I'm run? No, that's why I'm laughing. Yes. Hey, Cuz fans, I know you're probably sad about Contreras. But oh! Yes. Correct, <laughs> I'm defending me, Derek. No. You suck. Damn, Jesse. You're never coming back on this show, Jesse. Stay in San Diego as far as I'm concerned. Uh, there, You can find a nice spot on the beach to yeah sleep. I know. you twist his arm oh you yeah. gotta stay in san diego no kidding uh what were you saying about Contreras? uh no i just uh, it's just like hey cubs fans you're sad about Contreras leaving here's a washed outfielder <laughs> like it's, who's just wildly inconsistent um uh, it's funny i mean like todd says it's difficult placing yachty but i feel like this is probably going to get a catcher who has done it well for a while and is also from a division rival you get that little cherry on top of you stole this guy from a division rival oh, yeah. probably the best way to go about replacing the most legendary, one of the most legendary players in your franchise's history. Um, well, so it, I feel like it's a good way to try and not win the fans over because no one's you didn't lose anybody by no, having no, Yachty no, retire, you're just, but you're just infuriating your yeah. fan base. And honestly, if the Cubs don't do something uh, more than this, there, I think there's going to be uh, 
There's there's going to be I don't know a mild. I will uprising. say Belly is a good outfielder. Sure, it has yeah. good leather. He, he can cover a lot of ground. So from that from that aspect, it's not necessarily the worst sign that they could yeah. have made. It's a yeah. one year deal. But it's when, I think when you talk about from a fan's perspective specifically, like you see the name Cody Bellinger and you're not like you're not excited because of the glove. Like sure, you're no, excited sure. about what his bat was at one point. But you're still hopeful again. Yeah, uh, to, he's still a kid. Yeah, yeah. To to a degree, you're hopeful that he can get back to where he was at, and maybe the change of scenery is the perfect opportunity for him to do so. Who knows? Um, the Giants get their consolation prize for not winning the Aaron Judge sweepstakes, and Mitch Haniger. Uh, who, you know, a little better friend. of a consolation prize than Cody <laughs> Bellinger. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, but yeah, again, not old friend alert, old friend alert for sure. But uh, the the hot stove stays white hot right now because all these things are happening. And of course, we're going to have giant blurry Jesse on here. Oh, and you missed minutes. a perfect transition to him. Like, you know what else is white hot? What's that? Jesse. Jesse Friedman. He's, he's more white and hot. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. See, look, you guys, you guys made <laughs> it. Right time. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, uh, make sure if you haven't done so already, go to gophnx.com. Check out uh, Je- Jesse's recent articles, everything he's covering on the winter meetings, and also get yourself a membership. Become a PHNX diehard. Get yourself not only one of these sweet ass hats or t shirts, but also 20% off all the merch over at phnxlocker.com. Get yourself uh, the Discord only, uh, or excuse me, members only Discord lounge, as well as access to all of our events. Uh, all sorts of fun stuff. So make sure to become a member. Uh, get access to Jesse's uh, diehard-only newsletter as well, which he will be having some uh, new new one of those drop very soon. So uh, thank you guys already for being here. We appreciate everyone that's here in the chat. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to the PHNX uh, Sports YouTube channel. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever we go live. If you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there. Leave us a review. We appreciate you for doing so. I got two new guys that you can give five-star reviews for. So uh, if you don't think I deserve it, one, one of these. Dudes. Can this, I give you a five-star at the end of the show? Yeah. What? what you say? Can I give you a five-star at the end of the show? I don't know. What Ooh, no, 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 no. Don't say no. No, no, say no. 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 no, I knew I could count yeah. on you. See, that's why you're the MVP. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's why you're not the MVP. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, of That's course. why he's Jesse's MVP. Yeah. No, that was Max. Never mind. Huh? Yeah, you were, you were, I was yeah. nobody's MVP. You were nothing. But uh, right now, Jesse is the Whoa. MVP because he is coming into us from the winter meetings. Crystal and clear, Jesse. Once again, this is not giant, giant blurry. Giant blurry. Jesse is this dead is, and clear, white hot. Jesse yeah, has killed white, white hot, hot Jesse. Jesse. Let's go. What's happening, buddy? So it, it turns out that the Wi-Fi that I was given on day two of the winter meetings was not the best Wi-Fi network available to me. <laughs> you don't say. I'm not sure exactly how I didn't get the uh, password for the superior Wi-Fi network, but yesterday <laughs> I came across said password, and uh, we're in a much better spot today. So uh, looking great. Glad it, uh, glad it worked out. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jesse, we need to know what happened to Mike Fitzgerald. Is he okay? Yeah, you know, uh, Mike is, you know, I, he might have uh, uh, some need for therapy, you know, over the next couple of weeks. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't have the opportunity to, to rip open the shirt as he was hoping to. Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks, of course, uh, fell uh, one spot from their most likely position in the MLB draft lottery. Uh, but as was pointed out yesterday by our uh, PHNX Suns Twitter account, this is just like the ushering in 
uh, to you know the world of draft lotteries as an yep. Arizona sports yes. team. Yep. Like, yeah, this yeah. Is Welcome. You, this Welcome is to what 12. Welcome to the darkness. To expect <laughs> if you are an Arizona sports team. And so yesterday just confirmed that the Diamondbacks do not exist outside of that and that the bad luck of Arizona sports teams in the draft lottery also seems to apply to them. Jesse, who popped more bottles of champagne yesterday, the Minnesota Twins or the Pittsburgh Pirates? Honestly, I think it'd have to be the, the Minnesota Twins, at least in my book. Yeah. Uh, I know the Pirates got the uh, the number one overall pick, um, but the Minnesota Twins had a 1.7% chance of moving up to number five. Uh, their most likely selection spot, I believe, was number 13. 13th, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, the chances of the Minnesota Twins moving to number five was about the same as the chances of the Diamondbacks getting the first overall pick. So that was like an enormous uh, jackpot for them in that way. But uh, granted, I mean, getting the number one overall pick, I guess, is, is the biggest prize in a draft lottery. So uh, Pirates fans are, are probably feeling OK about that as well. The, dra the draft lottery was fun to watch, especially once teams like the Twins uh, and the Texas Rangers started hanging around and getting into the top six when they shouldn't have been there at all seeing where they go how you know what what position they get and everything like that so that 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 ended up being in my opinion a really successful uh event however i did not need every single representative for every team to be introduced no offense to those <laughs> people they are great human beings and i'm sure they do a lot for their organizations but that took a little bit of a process uh, or a little, little long when it came to that process uh the Oakland A's, Jesse. Why do the baseball gods hate the Oakland A's? <laughs> because they're the Oakland A's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just yeah. awful. Vegas yeah. A's aren't getting screwed like this. <laughs> the the Oakland A's just, I don't know. I mean, they just have don't have a whole lot going for, for that franchise right now as a whole between their ballpark situation and now, you know, kind of getting snubbed in the draft lottery. So uh things across the board for the oakland a's have, have been better uh it's sort of sort of been a rough rough few years for that organization all the way around does that mean we're getting sean murphy today jesse i'm not sure if that has any implications for sean murphy uh maybe the maybe the the a's front office you know because they're angry about what happened in the draft lottery they're going to make some impulse trade decision uh but uh, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't uh don't necessarily anticipate that uh mike hazen of course, he couldn't talk about Sean Murphy in particular uh, last night, not by name. But he did say that, you know, nothing is close. I wouldn't expect if the Diamondbacks do ultimately land Sean Murphy from the A's, I don't think that's going to happen here at the winter meetings or honestly even here in the next few days. I think it's probably something that will drag out for a while. Uh, and frankly, that's been a trend like around all of baseball. Like we've started to see the hot stove heat up in a big way, especially today as far as the free agent market is concerned. But the trade market is just dead like there have been zero significant mm. trades made so far at the winter meetings uh i think the the rockies uh swapped like a, a minor leaguer or something uh last night or, or early this morning but outside of that i mean there's really been like no action in the trade market whatsoever so yeah if the d-backs are going to get a sean murphy or uh you know some other big name guy in exchange for one of their outfielders probably going to be a while before before that ultimately happens realistically I, I i don't know if this is actually a, how it happens so i'm curious if you have any insight into this but do the executives get together at the winter meetings and actually start discussing these trades or is that like against some sort of cba or is there some other route that they have to go like how do the winter meetings help kind of engage this trade market that we have seen be somewhat non-existent 
Yeah, it's funny. Mike Hazen said that, you know, just given the advances in technology and the fact that everyone uses their phones to communicate, it's actually like kind of funny the way that these negotiations work. Like there might be team personnel, you know, like three doors down uh, the hallway, but you're not going to walk over there and talk to them in person. You're going to text them <laughs> or call them. Right. Like this is the right. 21st century. This is what people do. Um, but yeah, as far as like the, the trade market negotiations and how that works, uh, the Diamondbacks have had, I'm sure, many discussions about different trades in the last few days. Those discussions are being had. Um, and Mike Hazen did talk about how the winter meetings, you know, even though be because of the advances in technology, being in the same place doesn't mean what it used to. Uh, he did say that there is an element of just added urgency. Uh, just being here in the same place, you know, uh, particularly focusing on trying to get some of these deals underway. Uh, but I think there's just some more chips that need to fall, particularly in free agency, before teams are really going to be willing to explore what they can get in the trade market. Any chance the bad Wi-Fi impacted the trade market? You know, I, I'm told that the uh, the executives have slightly better Wi-Fi than uh, <laughs> us media members. They have their own Wi-Fi network. Too. <laughs> yeah, they also have access to uh, to the elusive Mike Hazen hotspot. Which, oh, uh, man. Aaron speed, Judge was about so. to be a Diamondback, but the Wi-Fi didn't work. Yeah, so, that, yeah. they were right. off right. 391 million. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I mean, and that's actually a very fair point to bring up. The San Diego Padres reportedly have offered several of these big names that have already signed contracts that were worth more money uh, than what 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 the player ultimately signed for. And there was a report uh, from one executive, one rival executive that was wondering where the hell San Diego keeps getting all of this money from. But uh, what, what are the thoughts since you're in San Diego on the Padres not being able to land some of these players and honestly offering them bigger contracts than they, than they signed? So one interesting thing that I, I picked up on uh, on this topic recently, I don't know the exact number, but I, I did hear that it is at least possible that Aaron Judge would have made less money had he taken the San Diego Padres hmm. offer due to the difference in taxes. That's always a factor, right, when you're oh, talking about sure. uh, a team in, in, San, in California, right, state taxes. Um, in California are higher than they are in a lot of other places. So I don't know if that was ultimately, you know, the deciding factor for him. I would have been really surprised, frankly, if Aaron Judge went anywhere other than back to New York. Uh, the fact of the matter is the Yankees need to get better and losing Aaron Judge is a very, very poor start to getting better. Uh, right. Like like you can't yeah. you can't improve if you're losing a 10 war player like you need to, to keep that guy and add in addition to that. So I think this was always kind of the most likely outcome here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the San Diego Padres have been aggressive. I mean, 10 years, 400 million apparently is what they offered to Aaron Judge. Uh, they also offered reportedly about 340 million to Trey Turner, which is $40 million more than he ultimately took with the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, so yeah, they're out there. They're being aggressive. There is some speculation that uh, the fact that Manny Machado has an opt-out at the end of next season could be playing into this. Maybe the Padres are expecting to potentially lose Manny Machado, and so they're kind of hedging and, and trying to find another big-name free agent in case that happens. Uh, but with the way that, that their front office is, is willing to spend money right now, it's at least it's at least possible that the Padres could add another big name free agent and retain, you know, Machado, Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis for the long haul. At this point, you, you have to at least consider that possibility. We've talked a bit about the Diamondbacks being in pursuit of some free agents or possibly players by trade, and they seem to be uh, 
kind of revolving around some catchers, right? So I guess it's it's hard not to feel like Carson Kelly's days behind the plate might be coming to an end uh, or that they might at least be trying to look to Im- improve at catcher. Yeah, and the thing with Carson Kelly is I think he's a very tradable player. Um, so if the Diamondbacks did decide to go out there and get get themselves a Sean Murphy or some other starting caliber catcher. I think it I think it's likely they probably would trade Carson Kelly rather than using him as a backup because he will be valued by other teams. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to say that that his days as the Diamondbacks everyday catcher are, are necessarily over, but it's absolutely something the Diamondbacks are very seriously considering. Um, and it makes sense. Like there are just so few good catchers in baseball, right? We've talked about this in the past. I mean, Sean Murphy, according to wins above replacement, was the third most valuable catcher in baseball this last year. Only JT Romuto and Adley Rutschman had more war, um, according to fan graphs, than Sean Murphy this last year. But after him and and a few other guys, there's an enormous drop-off. There's just not a lot of catchers who hit and can defend at this point. And so, you know, if you're looking for a way to to really move the needle and really improve your team, going out and getting, you know, one of the better catchers in the game is a big way to do that because you're going to have, you know, you're going to have a level of performance at catcher that very, very few teams around the league are able to replicate. So I think it's something they're looking at. Uh, but I'm not quite ready to say that Carson Kelly's uh, days in Arizona are over just yet. Brett Johnson asked, with Wilson Contreras off the board, you think they get more aggressive in the Sean Murphy market or, honestly, adding on to that, the catcher market in general? Yeah, I mean, they, they might have to, right? Now that Wilson Contreras is off the board, you know, maybe teams start to look uh, to the trade market a little bit more. And the Diamondbacks aren't the only team interested in, in Sean Murphy, right? I mean, there are maybe upwards of 10 teams right now that could be in the mix uh, to try to trade for Sean Murphy. I think it's pretty clear that a deal is probably going to happen. The A's are probably going to deal him at some point. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a bidding war. And so for the Arizona Diamondbacks to come out on top of that, you're you know, kind of looking at potential trade packages. I think maybe it starts with an Alec Thomas. And then uh, maybe you look to add, a, you know, a Slade Ciccone, one of the Diamondbacks' mid-level pitching prospects. I think that could be a, a reasonable offer. Um, but you also have to factor in the number of teams that want Sean Murphy. It, it could drive up the price substantially. You, you might end up having to overpay a little bit, at least on paper. Todd in the comments asked, if Kelly goes, that's another piece of the Goldschmidt trade gone. That's the entire That's the entire Andy Young gone. no longer here. Luke Weaver no longer here. Carson yeah. Kelly probably no longer here. The, I mean, he might still back I, up. I will, I will say the Diamondbacks did get a draft pick in that trade as well, which turned into Dominic Canzone. Uh, but interestingly, Dominic Canzone is one of the leading candidates to be selected in the Rule 5 draft, which is happening in about an hour and a half. So it's possible go. that he could, he could move on uh, as well. Is there any package you could see being centered around Dominic Fletcher for any of these guys? Uh, not for Sean Murphy. Not for Sean Murphy. Um, I think it has to be Alec Thomas or, or Jake McCarthy, and more likely Alec Thomas would, would be my guess. Um, yeah, I think, I think Fletcher certainly has trade value, and it's possible the Diamondbacks could look to move him. It's a position they have plenty of depth in, obviously. Um, so I think they could look to move Dominic Fletcher, but at that point you're maybe looking more at getting uh, a reliever um, yeah. rather than you know like an everyday starting caliber player. Yeah. I don't think Dominic Fletcher would, would fetch that in a trade all by himself. This question is for everybody, but I'll start with White Hot Jesse. Will there be a sense of disappointment 
And I could, I guess you could say with, with the fan base or internally within the organization, if the Diamondbacks don't make a big move here. I mean, I know that there's no sense of urgency for them to do so. However, it does feel like they've kind of set us up to expect a big move, and it feels like internally they might be expecting that. So is it going to be viewed as like a, you know, kind of a, a missed opportunity if they don't end up make, doing something here to, to make a big splash? Yeah, I think it's an interesting question. Are we talking are we talking trade or are we talking free agency or just anything? I guess anything to make this team better. Like I understand that they're still going to pursue some bullpen arms and things like that, but it feels like things have kind of gravitated from we're going to look to improve the bullpen to we are looking to make get this team better. Some of Hazen's comments seem to be centered around like you said, kind of like uh, maybe that they that stacking up at a certain position right now isn't the worst thing. So it kind of like it sounded a bit maybe like catcher or maybe like shortstop that they might would would end up with a surplus in those positions by bringing someone else on. But they're not afraid to do so because they're going to do whatever they can to make this team better. I mean, I think like there are worse things in the world than keeping Alec Thomas and Jake McCarthy and Dalton Varsho, <laughs> right. right? Like, like <laughs> right. that's not that's not the worst thing in the world. In fact, I think there's a contingent of Diamondbacks fans that would prefer that. And are Chris is one of them. Kind of Chris terrified. just said, she said, "This is stressful. I don't need a splash. I want my 133 lefty outfielders. Yes, <laughs> keep all of our left yeah. le- our left kings." I think just given the the gravity of some of the rumors that we've heard right now that you've heard Xander Bogarts, the Diamondbacks, now that you've heard Sean Murphy, it's like, oh, man, like something big could be happening here. Um, I think the D-backs are going to make some some improvements this offseason that, that will move the needle in a fairly significant way. I would be pretty surprised if they didn't, um, you know, do more than just adding a couple of middle relievers and, and calling it good. I think there are still some pretty big things to come. So in that sense, I guess you could say it would be a disappointment. Um, but I mean, if you're hanging your hat on, on Xander Bogarts or Sean Murphy, um, I don't think it's, I don't think you could justifiably say that it's a huge disappointment if those things don't, don't happen, particularly Xander Bogarts or signing some big name free agent. I don't think that's ever been realistic. And, uh, Sean Murphy's, you know, a great trade target, but I wouldn't necessarily say that it's a move the Diamondbacks absolutely have to make or anything. So not sure if I would be, uh, as disappointed on that front. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I think they with the, the Xander Bogarts thing has kind of set, put them in a weird situation in terms of like people thinking like oh they might be doing something more than we expected but like say you go sign Alexander Bogarts I know that there's people here that would be like ah I don't really know why you did that I like it would be exciting sure but then if you get halfway through the season and the bullpen is still blowing with like games I'm gonna be pissed off that you didn't do anything about the bullpen so like right. it, it might right. be like a cool thing that gets the fan base excited now if you go sign a big name but if you don't also go fix the other problems then it's not going to get you anywhere right. in the middle of the season. People right. are still going to get pissed off. So right. it would be cool if they were to sign a big-name reliever or something like that. And then you, you kind of kill two birds with one stone in that regard. Then, like, that would be cool. Um, but, like, signing Xander Bogarts, sure. But none of the other pro- none of the problems with this team have been fixed at you, that point. You have a leaky roof and you bought a new refrigerator. <laughs> exactly. yeah. It's like, okay, I mean, the, yeah. refriger- like, the refrigerator was Exactly. The refrigerator was old. Sure, but, but we're about to not have a house. Yeah, the roof is like, literally there's a leaking. hole in the roof. What yeah. are we doing? Uh, yeah, so it would be cool, but you have to fix the actual problems. It'd be cool for a casual, but like I think the real fans are still going to be like, "How are we? What how, are we doing? Yeah, here? what are like, we going to do? Still got the seventh, eighth, and yeah, ninth exactly. Here. Right. If they're if they're going to go out and spend this cat like this 
prospect capital. I'd rather them spend it on things that they're filling holes with, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It, and it is hard to, and I, it is really hard to trade one of these five outfield kids. It absolutely is. However, that is just the reality of what you're in sure. because you want, you might want to keep them all, but you're not going to see them all. Like, yeah. if you want to see these kids play on a day to day basis, you got to get rid of a couple of them, right? So you got to choose which ones you think are best for your long term future, and then from there. You then go evaluate their availability on the market yeah. and see what you can go get for them because you have other issues elsewhere. I can't agree with you more. And here's the thing is, is Jesse wrote an article about this a while back. The Diamondbacks historically have always had a bad bullpen. It's wild because you would just think in general that there would be years where their bullpen was was better. There were guys. They had someone. There was some, you know. They've just, it's always been fucking trash. And that's the problem is they need to finally address that. We've seen in the playoffs how important, how big that was for certain teams. We also saw how powerful some of these bullpens were. You had multiple guys going in there and throwing over 100 miles an hour in one bullpen. Like yeah. that's that in, in, in general is going to be the thing that wins games for yeah. you more, more than a potent offense, to be honest. And to the big name thing, like, the, the the bullpen needs to get fixed. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah. You go sign even if you were to go sign one big name reliever. Like, you, the what the bullpen still blew like forty games or whatever it was last year. Like, there there is there is a lot that needs to be done. And you look at like shortstop, sure, Xander would be cool, but it's not a position you necessarily need to fix right now. Right. And then catchers, they, obviously they've been t- now tied to, to Murphy. If you don't get him, there's other catchers available like christian vasquez is still a free agent for example right. like right. it's not people might be disappointed because oh we didn't get that guy we were tied to but there are other options there we talked about gabriel moreno through the toronto blue yeah Jays, toronto blue have is, three catchers yeah, that they, they might have, get rid of they just they, they are in the same position we are but with catchers outfield, instead of yeah right so it makes sense for a deal to be done between those teams but uh jesse we thank you so much for finding this fantastic uh, high definition internet internet connection. Wait, hot. Uh, white hot. White, white hot. hot. Jesse Friedman. But uh, remember, we're all going to be disappointed in you if you don't bring us back a big name. So we're counting on you. Don't let us down. I got Again, I'm just saying, I'll I'll just stay in San Diego, and I'll have absolutely no problem with that. So <laughs> and I, and make sure you it's send really us. Really not a threat. You have your sick Rav Four there, so I know you're going <laughs> to be fine. I do have my sick Rav Four, and Tori Lavello is also here in town. Oh no. Unfortunately, I don't believe there are any salad and goes. No, there's no salad and goes. I knew where he was going but. with that. I win again, Jesse Friedman. <laughs> you Let's did it go. with those graphics, those graphics uh, of of those tweets that were shown earlier. I have to speak on this real quick. Can can we get the the tweet that was allegedly from me on the screen again? Because I have a oh, serious. No. Oh yeah. Oh, you muted. Suck it, Jesse. Uh, you have nothing to say because we can't hear you, Jesse. Gosh, am I unmuted now? Can you guys there you are. Me? You're back. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. All right. So first of all, like, what's going on with the font here? Like, that's not. I was furious <laughs> about the font, Jesse. They did and a then, terrible job with the font. And then second, hey, I didn't have anything to do with it. Secondly, we have hashtag Academy Awards with a space in between, which is yeah. not how Twitter works. Yeah. You can have hashtag Academy yeah. wouldn't really make See? any sense. I told uh, you. There can't be a space there. So, so this let's not forget I made these in about five minutes. You don't burn Jesse and expect not expect the feedback. All right, Jesse is going to have ample <laughs> feedback is, for this you is when the, it comes the, to this. Not only the thunderstick, it is a white hot thunderstick. Yeah. He's coming for you. He is. It's I don't know. I watched back. Jesse. I watched Jesse mess around with some cameras last night. 
the technological standpoint, <laughs> let's just say I wouldn't be surprised if that actually was him. He, he's definitely arson judge right now, though. That's for sure. So, uh, all right, White Hot Jesse, we appreciate you. And go have some fun. Uh, don't bother Scott Boris too much, but let him know we want Zach Gallon back. Please. All right. Sounds good. I'll all right, let pal. him know. Thank you. We appreciate you. See you, tell, Jesse. Tell Tori I miss him. All right. <laughs> Jesse's like, Derek, you're taking too long. Yeah, you no, need to right. wrap get it up. me off the wrap screen. It up, wrap it up. Man. I'm just standing here looking like a fool. But, of course, he's not. He's got that blue blazer on. He looks Ooh, great. But clean. Can't go uh, can't, white hot thunderstick. White bro. hot thunderstick. Yep. That's that's what we're going with. Uh, you take, take, take it however you want to take that. But, of course, we thank oh. you guys for being here. Oh. Uh, of course. You acted like that was gross. Look, you take it how you want to take it. You take anyway. that white hot thunder stick the way you want. <laughs> anyway, uh, that, we're going to wrap it up on that. I have nothing more to add, but uh, you can follow us all on Twitter. I'm not even giving you his 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 at. He doesn't get at. He's dying. Uh, Jacob underscore Frank. This is Sean DePaz over here. Two followers away from 500. I'm two away. Let's make get that me happen. there, and then I'll unfollow him just to infuriate uh, him more once he hits it. But and once course, I get that screenshot, though, that's all that matters. Yeah, I'm at cap underscore caveman. With reads. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. You're right. Ad reads. I forgot. Ad <laughs> reads. It's bl- I blame Jesse for that, but it's also because uh, I did want to say by the white hot thunder stick. Yeah, that's that's really what did it. Um, I the best thing I ever did was upgrading my office. Uh, a year ago, it's, it's almost the anniversary of me upgrading my office. It was. A horrible process. I <laughs> I never knew how difficult it was really going to be to switch out a room that I had had my my stuff in for ten years with my daughter who lived in her room literally for her entire life. However, I will say it is the best thing I ever did. So make sure you get yourself some new furniture. You make yourself a special space in your home over at More Furniture right now. The holiday clearance event is happening at MoreFurniture.com, and you can save up to fifty percent. Uh, also. It's gift-giving season, and you know that there are people on your list that you still have to shop for. You have no idea what you're going to get them. Go over to Four Peaks Brewing Company, 8th Street Pub. Uh, Give the gift of beer this holiday season. You can get them still right now. Give it to them early. Uh, They still have limited supplies of their December Advent calendar box for $55. Enjoy a incredible variety of beers tall boys and more the best part of the advent calendar now you get it it's the seventh you got seven beers to get through mm-hmm. you got that's where you start off with seven beers i think our office rip. might be one day behind too sure. well, oh we'll, well to i'm gonna that. have to rectify yeah. that myself but anyway uh purchase this at their eighth street pub in tempe and of course if you can't get down there to get the advent calendar box you could still give the gift of beer uh wherever you get your beer at your local grocery store uh make sure to enjoy uh enjoy responsibly 21 and over only uh, again, back to the outro. Are you going to, is there anything else I needed to do? Are we good? Producer Leah, are we good? Are we good, Leah? Yeah, we're good. Also, right. muting Jesse. That we're was so totally good. on purpose to cut him off. <laughs> well done. Well done. That's why you're my favorite. Anyway, this guy, he's Jacob underscore Franklin four. This guy's at Sean. Is it underscore to pause? Yes, it is. It, it is, is underscore to pause. I'm at cap underscore K man with a K. Jesse's at Jesse and Friedman, but he's never coming back. He is staying in San Diego forever. Uh, our show is at PHNX underscore D But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports. You're not supposed to hit me in the back of the head. I feel your hands on my head. Uh, and that but all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. We thank you guys so much for being here. <laughs> This got really weird really fast. Uh, On behalf of all of these clowns, we thank you guys so much for joining us. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you watch it with your friends.